Z, Hello and welcome to Maiden A to Z. My name is Eric and with me is my co-host, uh, Jonathan. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And the idea was to have at least uh, three, you know, three people rusting in peace over here. But uh, yeah, it was hard this time to schedule. So yeah, we, we, we uh, seldom have we had so many sort of would-be guests and then them having to sort of fall out in the last minute or do the stuff. So, yep, yep, yep. I mean, they had, they didn't have enough time basically too. So there's no yeah. blame goes towards any of the would be guests. I think it was four, oh, no, no, four no, no, towards no, no, no. the end there. But uh, still, I'm, I was a bit psyched about doing this tune, and I still am. So no yeah. problem with that. And I mean, we're, we aim for guests weekly now, but of no. course, sometimes you can't. And at least no. I, I, I want to try and bring on the guests. We have got a nice line of people, right? Yeah, we have, we also we have plenty of. I mean, it's also some. I mean, I know someone was looking forward to to this song quite a bit, and that's 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 too bad. But there'll be there's other songs down the line. There's we have tons of stuff left. Yep, um, I counted. Also, it, it it is also even. I mean, it is also. Um, uh, it we we've been very fortunate so far scheduling wise that stuff tends to sort of fall into place. I mean, it would. I mean, not not it does take a quite a bit of planning, but we've we've made things work. That should be a sort of logistical nightmare to make work, schedule-wise, and so. But not every every so we we we've sort of th- you know, thread the needle quite a bit on those occasions. So it's probably natural every now and again it doesn't work. Got some heroes also on the other hands. Of course, we're gonna mention Greg oh, getting yeah. up at uh, three a.m. He's repeating this pattern as well when we do so far so pod so what on the Deep Dive Podcast Network. Same as ours. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we did some of our better episodes just now. I mean, it takes a couple to get in to the groove of things. It's not in any way like a, a carbon copy of the Made Need to Z format no, either. No, no. So we, you know, we reinvented another thing, but I think it's getting along well there. Yeah, you guys. Uh, yeah, I've I've listened to a bit of it. It, it's, uh, it seems like you're doing very well so far. Yeah, it's been fun. It's a it's a tone yeah. of itself, you know. And I, I don't want yeah. projects to be too alike, right? You have had a no, few I'm... podcasts running too, so I guess you you've been in the same situation where you want to know what's unique about this one. And working with other people, I really want to know what you want to do here, so that you know it doesn't get onto out autopilot. Like, no, it's it's interesting because you know, like, see, I, I have had I have had. Um, Quite, a, quite you know, many uh, different po- uh, podcasts through the years, and uh, they, they they all have sort of been, uh, mo- or the ones that have been successful, I feel, or have been fun to do and sort of had sort of any kind of longevity. Are the ones that were uh, very distinct, they're sort of uh, style wise. Whereas there's a the couple that were of that kind of were offshoots of other things, and they just kind of felt too similar, and then they eventually died out. So kind of like when you do music, I guess I always failed when I tried to hop onto something and you know try to. I guess basically recreate something that was out there already. Never really worked. Yeah, yeah. Never really worked. And I can't say all the very original stuff worked either, but at least it had more potential to, to you know, I guess uh, stand out in any capacity in the big thing. Well, that's yeah, yeah. It's also it's also like you know, this should be said that 
I think that nowadays in music, possibly, but definitely, I mean, pod, I mean there, it, it's very hard to think up a completely new angle or something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, for us, like, we came on as the fifth or so, uh, our maiden podcast, whereas uh, So Far So Pod is uh, the first of its kind. So we get to be it? a little bit. Yeah, cool. it is actually, weirdly enough, because it's a very podcastable band, as you know. Like oh, yeah. uh, Dave Mustaine, he, you know, you can do a shelf, a bookshelf about that guy. Yeah, well, he's he's quite he's quite a very he's quite a character. Yeah, there's there's there's, there's, there's a lot there, I'd, I'd imagine. I mean, but, we, but, we got two characters here, but he's a character. Yeah. You know, he's a, that's cool. You guys are sort of you know you're pioneers in that in that sense. Yep. Uh, but then again, band centric nerd podcast is yeah. not in any way pioneering no. anything. Also, uh, really, if, if Greg is listening, I want to just say Jonathan is drinking from the small glass. Yeah, but I do have cans readily here, so I don't have to go to the kitchen and refill it until <laughs> no, the cans run like out. It. It's when it's water, then they're a problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but also it's more of a problem for for Greg than you, I think. It annoys him way more than it bothers you. <laughs> it kind of bothers me, but I, I don't think I said I don't have any defense for these tiny, tiny glasses. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's a thing. Well, that's... Yeah. Anyway, about a year ago, Yeah. what happened? Well, about a year ago... It was a early September. It was September morning. We head into the old part of Stockholm to a record shop to pick up Shinjutsu. Yep. Uh, Went back and checked our photo with Kalotta. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you can see some uh, tension in uh, our faces. Maybe not well, we so much hers, but definitely in mine and definitely in yours. Like there's a oh, new yeah, face you pull was... that you never pull on photos, which is like, I guess, anticipation uh, yes. in your face. Also, it's something you've been waiting for for so long, and now you're holding it. It's there. You have it. Uh, it was a bit painful, to be honest. I had that when okay. Tool were supposed to play, and they, well, they played. So that's a weird way of phrasing yeah. it. But when Tool were supposed to play, I went there uh, with mm. a bit of anxiety. Because, like, what if someone trips over a cable? That kind of stuff ran through my head, yeah. which is weird. Professional production. And I guess, you know, holding Sanjutsu, same thing. What if there's a song that's just about hot dogs? And, you know, dun 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 a hot dog. Yeah, that, that would, kind that, of that stuff goes through my head uh, without there yeah. being any risk of such things. But there's things. It's 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 not it's not it's not without sort of. I mean, I don't think that would have happened. We, the last example, but just the fact that thing it takes so little for things to be derailed these days. It feels. Yeah. Uh, you could have an entire tour shut down because someone you know gets up in the morning and has a cough. Uh, yeah. Basically. And, uh, and that's so just that's practical things. Then I'm worrying about yeah. the artistic things as well. If there's a new Tool album, I'm worrying, is it weird enough? Uh, you know, I, I worry about this stuff because it's important. Yeah, and I agree, I agree. And I, you know, it felt, like I said, like I think I've mentioned several times that I, I'm not necessarily a, a big fan of very definitive before and after moments. Me uh, neither. They make me a little neither. bit nervous. And well, uh, this was definitely one of those. Um, so then we, we basically, uh, we... we uh, we have done four songs uh, already. This will be the fifth. Yeah. Hitting midway point on this album with the yeah. song Lost in a Lost World. You all know from mm. the headline of the episode, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Lost in a Lost World, kind of been looking forward to it. If you have really good Maiden A to Z memory, you will know that I put it on my set list together with those three songs that actually then ended up in the legend, legend, Legacy of the Beast set list. I yeah, had yeah, mine yeah. sort of like I had my idea of that, and that included the first four tracks. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that. Um, I might change it up a bit today, but uh, I like uh, the first four tracks on this record. I think they have a nice variation in theme and tempo and everything. So it's a very entertaining batch of songs. 
yeah. to me. I, I, I feel maybe that I don't necessarily think that this is how they plan it out, but it feels like the first four tracks are like one section of the album, and then there's and it's because it, they seem to they fit so well together. They're very different songs. Uh, what's next? Then, like, after the next, this one, uh, I think it's Days of Future Past, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I also thought, and that would m- work well with your uh, version because that's a good yeah. opener for you know part two of the record, which would then be that and perhaps Time Machine. Machine. Yeah, Time Machine. It's it's uh, Days of Future Past, Time Machine, Darkest Hour. Those three, obviously, that's another the next section. Phase. Yeah. And the final phase is Death of the Celts, the Parchment, Hell on Earth. Yeah, I agree. I so what, we ended up with uh, three phases. Yes. One record, three phases. And for me, I mean, besides the fact that... So here's so when, when we walked into the record shop, um, uh, the guy actually had the album on. And I, I, I asked him very politely if he, could, he wouldn't mind possibly, terribly turning it off because we wanted to go in spoiler free when we got home. So at that point, so in other words, I had heard a bit of the title track. Yeah. And then, you know, they didn't have the black vinyl that I wanted, so I went to Bang Guns right after. Yeah. And lo and behold, they're playing the new record. So even with yeah. you helping me, I still ended up getting yeah. a bit of parchment in there, spoiled. And I didn't oh, like it. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. It's like, this is clearly in the middle of an epic. I don't want to hear this right now whatsoever. No. Uh, but I turned off my ears, you know, like uh, you see it, but you don't see it. Put a blind yeah, eye, yeah. a blind ear, deaf ear to it. Yeah, yeah. To the best of my abilities. And then biked home. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's rough. I would I would have yeah, that's that's especially after you dodging that bullet. You know, you, you being yeah, also the, 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 guy. the bullet vest for me and then still yeah. not sufficient. I take it off and I get shot. Yeah, well. Well you survived though. You only you were only it was just a flesh wound, thankfully. Yeah. Side um, wound. But but it's interesting because it was very nice because the guy samplers and totally got what I what I under what I was coming for understood where I was coming from and turned it right off. So that was fine. Um he also took our photo. Uh, yeah, he took our photo. He's a very nice yeah. guy. Those guys are always the whole the whole gang down there is very nice. Yeah, I was uh, I knew um, Linus and Magnus well. Magnus was also there quite a bit from Freedom, the band Freedom. But uh, right, yeah, the yeah. new guys, uh, slim, uh, specs wearing dude that I don't know by name, but uh, he's equally nice. Yeah, uh, it's, it was it was that's one of the first record shops I ever sort of. Uh, start frequenting when i was a kid and yeah. i started to go we keep stores. mentioning it but it's a metal record shop that's kind of worth mentioning a few times sound pollution in stockholm old town uh, you know we're glad it exists so we celebrate it's one it. of the it's one it's literally the only one left standing from that era uh yeah, for me at least. yeah there were repulsion records i remember they have my records Repulsion, they were good yeah. um I, there's heavy sound yeah. rock shop yeah uh CD record exchange, but that was all genres. Yeah, but that was a good one. That's all, but still, it still, it still was a good shot. And then you had uh, uh, Fristles that was sort of right near, right, right next door to. Uh, there's a they had uh, what's it called? Uh, oh, Melo. Well, there's a Melotron. Melotron, um, and yeah, where you would meet yeah. Mick Okerfeld as a young fan and totally yeah. shake up in starstruckness. Yeah, so there's there's all there's all kind of stuff. That's, there's the, but there's all these sort of right in the, at least it's like two of those. So sound pollution, uh, Melatron and the uh, Frizzles are right, like like in like two minute walk from each other, Great. and they've all disappeared now, except sound pollution. But we still have twenty fold vinyl shops in Stockholm, so we're not oh, complaining. Yeah, sure, sure. But we lost those kind of more traditional record shops. Yeah, I, th- I think it's just that I mean there are there are definitely places. I just I just I just happen to lose the ones that I used to go to. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I, I think I got like four or five vinyl shops that I like, and that's for another episode. Yeah, we'll do that. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to V, perhaps. The, or are for record shops who knows you know we have well, let, let's 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 do that later yes i had an idea but um all right so um 
But this was to say. So when I when I got to the, when I started playing the album for the first time, I got to this song. This felt like the first. Uh, uh, even though technically, because at this point we had heard Stratego and the Writing on the Wall quite a bit, and I had heard a little bit of Shinjutsu, the title track. Mm-hmm. So for me, this was the first time going in completely to a, you know, in, into into the, into the unknown. Yeah. As I was playing it, um, it's also the first sort of big Harris epic on this one. Yep, uh, we'll get to how epic it is, but we have to mm-hmm. go through the song obviously to get there, and uh, the song yeah. starts in a very. Uh, it's time to pull in a little theory here that I have about Steve yeah. Harris' uh, songs of late, the long ones, and it's that it, they are not really intended to be long per se. Still, I mm-hmm. think I don't think it's clocking them. It's like, oh darn it, I need to get to ten minutes. I think it's just writing with very little stress in the arrangements. Sometimes too little, perhaps. But in this song, we'll get to it part by part. But he's really taking his time in terms of repeats and such. And I will explain why I think it's a good thing in this track. It is, it's a very um, unique, for being Iron Maiden, uh, intro to a song or beginning of a song. Um, uh, it's just like, essentially, it opens with a sort of a... just a, It's two uh, chords, really. So it's like, yeah. uh, let's see here. Cable over my strings. I'm back. It's just an acoustic guitar being strummed. Yep. E minor, cowboy style, you know, the yeah. Metallica E minor. And then uh, these us two. Yeah. Folky stuff. And, just, and the vocals are very, I mean, there's certain, there's, there's things that he's doing, that Bruce is doing vocal wise, that are very sort of, I think, fairly unique for this song in general track, we get yes, this we'll, we'll get to we'll get to plenty of stuff on that but the intro has a very uh i can't, I can't think of any other song that has exactly this sort of vibe as this intro has what, what it's doing which is very folky you can think of a song like uh, horse with no name i, I was gonna say that yeah yeah, yeah right because that's also an e minor a little bit more upbeat. even uh hey hey my my you know the neil young song yeah yeah that, that's songs. E minor um, something. Having just the E minor and basically just a D for a little bit of contrast to tell you that we're going to stay on E minor is kind of a folky move, you know, droney, uh, imp- yeah. you know, perhaps like uh, everyone can join in playing. And yeah. uh, there's a structure to it too. Singing verses and then interluding with ah ah ahs. And those ah ah ahs, I feel, are very, very, yeah, very, very unique. And they have this, it has this. I mean, it's one of those. It, it's it sets this sort of eerie kind of, but very sort of almost like a bluesy kind of feel. But there's also like an eeriness to it because the sound. It, it there's a sort of a yeah. It, it's it's very it's very cool. It, it really it really draws you in right right away. And for me, it was I had not expected this uh, when I when I um, uh, at all. Now that was it, one it, of like the said, bigger surprises because um, it's yeah. kind of you know he's been harmonizing himself plentiful we've listened to songs from especially peace of mind it's all over the place but this is yeah. uh, in a different register right it's not as belting yeah so you get a kind of sweet very ear friendly tone to this That's uh, a good i think it yeah. goes something like just like and then perhaps yeah, there's like an but that's very simple stuff it just works. 
very well sung as well. That's why I haven't tried to imitate it, you see. Because yeah, I know yeah, that I'm going to sound so shit compared to Bruce. So uh, I'll save my yeah. singing for later when I can get away with sucking at it. Because uh, that's well sung. I like it. And then we sort of go from, I mean, this, go, this goes on for... Two minutes, about. Uh, it's two, yeah, until two like or two. Oh, I had one thing uh, on the intro, by the way. Uh, Bruce yeah. mentioned that in interviews, and he said, uh, go with a bit Moody Blues there. You know, the band yeah. Moody Blues, I've seen them live. And also this track uh, shares title with a Moody Blues song. There's, there's a song called Lost in the Lost World? Yep. Indeed, oh, there wow. is. Yeah. There you go, the more you know. The more you know. Yeah. But then it goes um, on, yeah. Uh, for another yeah. like verse phase, which is more based on like uh, kind of wasted years or uh, that type of chug, a little bit wicker man as well. Yeah. So the question being, will it chug? No, I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> oh. It has, you know, kind of like that. It's a very, but it's, it's, I mean, when I say it's a sort of a traditional kind of maiden chug, I don't mean that in the boring way. I really like it. When it comes in there, yeah. it goes off. It's, I mean, maybe it's not hyper entertainment, but it's definitely not boring. Uh, it's sturdy, steady and sturdy, yeah. I would say. The thing is, for me, like when I was the first time hearing this, when this bit came, like I said, it is not. Uh, I mean, I assume this was going to happen at some point during the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you shouldn't it, say it, that it, stuff, you know. It, that's, it, that's how you kill Maiden. <laughs> I assumed it was well, going to no, be you, like, you, you, you know and then there was. <laughs> well, they, you, you know it's going to shoot off at some <laughs> yeah. point. And this, this obviously was, um, uh, yeah, and this is. I guess, yeah, I it's, just, it's, I, it's, sorry, finish your point and then I'll comment on no, it. No, so, so I didn't know specifically what they're going to be doing, but I knew there was going to be something where it took, took off and then, that the fact that it was a very kind of uh, a kind of chug that we've heard before, yeah, yeah. What well, me for me it was even though it was not the most uh, uh, sort of shocking uh, thing, considering the first bit is so j- j- jarring, but in a good way, it, it doesn't doesn't matter that it wasn't shocking. It's almost you kind of welcome the sort of you're kind of back in familiar territory to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Now what I wanted to say there is just a reaction to what you said that I was imagining mm-hmm. being you and listening. And the, the calm part, I think, is too calm. So you know that it's not going to be like a strange world or a journeyman. No. Because it's too tranquil, you know, almost sedated. Uh, so you know that at some point, contrast is going to appear. I think that's what you very, like, uh, versed as a maiden listener, yeah, how yeah, you went into yeah. it, probably, right? I, I've seen a little bit of debate what people think this is about. But for the most part, people agree, and I, I think I'm, I'm one of them, um, that this is... Uh, Sort of to- told. Um, well, for one thing, Steve very much loves an underdog story and like likes likes sort of writing songs out of uh, you know s- smaller groups versus larger groups and you know like it's mar- marginalized groups. So this is this is I think is written from the perspective of possibly multiple perspective, but I think definitely it's it's, it's from someone uh, un- unspecified a tribe, but a Native American uh, alive today, reflecting on. Uh, essentially, you know, their ancestors and their, you know, how they perhaps at one point were, you know, a, a very large, very powerful group. And now they're sort of at this point, they're almost or all a very gone. alive culture. And, you know, Steve yeah. is probably way familiar with the fact that they are not doing great today in the States. Yeah. Uh, with the casino running casinos and living in uh, what is it called? Yeah, there's a lot of the, when it's uh, res- re- reservations. reservations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. And there's, there's, there's I mean, there's. 
Australia. I think all alcoholized uh, aborigines all over the place too. The, so. the, the, the only reason, the only reason, again, this is also maybe, maybe they have those over there too. I don't know. When I say those, hold on. Let me, let, 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 I can hold cut on that one out. second, please. No, yes. No, but let, let me let me very clear. Me when I say the, I'm gonna say in the lyrics here, he mentions buffalo, and I was gonna say I yep. don't know if they have those over in Australia. I don't mean anything else. Let's be very clear. <laughs> there we go. Um, so that leads me to believe it is sort of based on or inspired by, um, uh, you know, the Native Americans. Uh, yeah, I saw it as such. more more so than uh, anything in Australia. But of course, the, in Australia, they've also had their their own. Um, plight and that's not a, you know I, I don't know as much about that uh just because i've uh i've just i've read more about the you know since i'm, since I'm from there i've yeah. just read more about the yeah um but it seems sort of be like it seems to be that um unfortunately uh for the most part any kind of indigenous kind of uh, group of people tend to uh, they tend to have a rough go of it when when you know when when the white folks show up <laughs> Yep, pretty much. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, there, but there are cases all over the world. I think you're right about this being Native Americans kind of story because mm. you know, "Run to the Hills" was the fast and fun one, kind of you know, just uh, fast and extreme words about uh, pillaging and looting and raping, that kind of thing. And then this tune, perspectives. This tune slows it down a bit. It's from a, an older perspective, you know. It's not from the from the actual. Uh, what you can call that run in in between uh, the peoples it yeah. is more from a perspective of being a bit bitter and maybe also very nostalgic nostalgic about something yeah. that used to be and uh, i'm sure when harris writes these kind of tunes he's always feeling like it's partly him as well like he's lost in a lost yeah. world how, how does the world look right now or how did it look when he wrote the tune not super awesome according to most people you know uh, I I'm not gonna yeah. say, but I've I saw a lot of trend. It was trending uh, concept to be kind of critical to the state of the world then and now. Yeah, and I think yeah. this song maybe chimes in with that in a pretty cool way. I would say. I feel maybe that like if you take now, "Run to the Hills" is obviously written from both perspectives of uh, the 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 aggressor and the defender sort of situation. Defender um, intro, right, and then more so aggressor. The second ver- in the fast I think verse. so. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So it's essentially and of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, defender in the chorus, obviously. Yeah, and it, it sort of, but it does sort of tell it from the sort of heat of of, of battle or invasion or whatever you want to call it. It's it's so it's sort of like a uh, it has that kind of um, boy room version, uh, you know. It's sort of it's the yeah, and stuff. then it's and the then, fun. It's in and this is this cowboy. is more like sort of the you know sad reality looking back at it. You know, when you're older. Yeah. And uh, what I was going to uh, say on that different tribes thing, I think that's just, you know, yeah. if he can connect th- this to himself, you can connect it to most situations of this kind. Uh, it, it, yeah. it, it needn't be very specific. But uh, the buffalo, yeah, it's buffalo time. Indeed. <laughs> that's right, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I love that name, buffalo. Sounds like a pretty yeah, nice like city. Too. He calls it like a big, small, a big town or a big, small yeah. city. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I have the lyrics here. Uh, for this, yeah. plenty of verses, so I'm not going to read them all through here. No. But really. I have highlights, and maybe you have two. Uh, mm. One of the highlights is, um, uh, well, when it hits hard, the people worshipping the sun, I think that has a nice yeah. uh to it, you know. And my yeah. absolute favorite line, no, not line, but vocal performance on the entire well, record you mean here. is, uh, they see the eagle as it floats on the wind. <laughs> Yeah. 
that's so cool. That's very also not a kind of typical thing you would do. Do I think about Ronnie when I hear that? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. playing with the vowels, and for me, that's the best vocal bit on the entire record. Yeah. Is that line? Uh, the CD. I love. That. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You knew what I was going to get to. Buffalo oh, Rome on the plane, and then there's another really nice line. We walk into the flames, but dance for rain. Comes off the tongue yeah. nicely, you know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of very nice sort of. He did, he, he did a good job. Most of I'm trying. I, I mean, there's so much here that was, it, was, it was hard for me to. Um, um, let's see. So essentially, it's uh, four verses, you know. Yeah, essentially, yes. Um, uh, let's see. Well, there's a lot of things here that sort of imply that this is someone looking back. Um, uh, maybe it's written from several perspectives because some things seem to be uh, written as 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 they're happening, where some things I think more so memories, like, maybe you know, like yeah, Buffalo like, Rome on uh, the plane. Feel the spirit. Well, I mean, sp- uh, sp- feel the spirits of the old ones standing proud upon their race, mm-hmm. um, and a testament to the ancestors that are ne- are never to retrace. That that seems that seems looking back rather than uh, experiencing it, you know, in, in present time. Yep. Um, and I think, like that said, the uh, I mean, we speculated like we, we we had a when we were doing the man predictions episode, we just knew the titles of the songs. Um, you know, I, I thought that was I thought this was going to be dinosaur related just because I thought yeah. I thought it was lost lost world, but you know, Jurassic Park um, two, right? Yep, yep. Um, so, but like so, the uh, the obviously the the um, uh. It's a very typical sort of like, if we're, if we're at the chorus at this point, I don't know if we are yet. But, a pre-chorus, uh, actually, else. pre-chorus. And that one I, I actually want to preface by listening to it because it's a lot of content in, in the pre-chorus. Mm-hmm. So we are, uh, at this point, already at uh, 3.38. And, and that we, I think we covered that really well, so we're good on our way here. But uh, this pre-chorus, uh, a bit special, I would say. A bit special. It's like a, an eyebrow raiser for me, for sure. Here we go then. Something that happens a, a bit too much on this album is that I don't, and they sort of, as of late, latter day, made, uh, you know, the, the guitar, there's a guitar medley dub. Uh, it's uh, playing unison with, uh, with the singing. The vocals. Yeah. Now, on this is, this is one of the few times in this pre course I actually, I really like it. Yep. I agree. I don't have a problem with it in this instance. And I think also what I reacted to in this is that this melody is very long. And I yeah. like that, you know, we're fans of Opeth, for example. In the heydays, they would oh, make yeah. very long melodies. So you'd be surprised that it wasn't a turnaround yet, but uh, yet another run. And this one is yeah. that flame of Everlong or whatever yeah. he's singing about. Or in the flame of innocence as they ride into the sun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's a cool line. Yeah, too, uh, yeah cool line, I agree. And the chorus, yeah. the pre-chorus lifts to a second level when that happens. You know, yeah. you're yeah. not expecting the melody to further develop like that. And that's like, no. to me, a sign of... Uh, of Steve Harris being um, having done this for a bit and gotten better at it, you know, being being able yeah. to like compare that to 
Invaders! Pillaging! You know, he went miles from there. Right? No. <laughs> he went miles from you, there. You wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't assume it's the same guy who wrote that. <laughs> Obviously, there's Hallowed and stuff, but... I, okay, long point short. I think this is hallowed, cool. Da, 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 da. No, nice, uh, nicely composed. I, um, that's my my actual point saying this or with this yeah. tirade is that it's, it's impressive to me you know long ass melody it's, it's yeah it's very impressive i mean it's 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 um it's something that uh sometimes we we discussed how he'll try to maybe shoehorn in a bit too much yeah short like so like you'd have to be like a like 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 we're almost like no human besides prop besides bruce could even you know begin to attempt to sing it yeah whereas this is one where he left the melody have give he gave it some space to breathe and it really works out very well exactly yeah. and then uh, you have the chorus which is uh, it modulates but it's uh, extremely simple you know something like that yeah. uh, very basic power chords uh no need to spell them out because everyone can hear that it's very simple and reminds me somehow uh, of X Factor. This chorus. Well, I, I think I think that yeah, it. it uh, um, I I think it's it's one of those things where you had like initially one would think this is a bit of a. Uh, it's basically just the title of the song mm-hmm. repeated, but you get these additional like uh, eight words. That would give it a little bit more, more you know, more weight to it, and I think it works very well. Me too, me too. It's it's almost like uh, cocky how simplistic it is to me. Like, and also speaking of uh, layering uh, unison guitars, there's no such thing. There's just those power chords, almost bone dry, and just yeah. the title, and then uh, lying on sacred ground, buried on sacred ground. Uh, it's it it works. It's uh it's um. Uh, th- I think this is something that I I really hope we get to hear it live. Yeah, yeah. Again, it was on my, really on my live. set list, yeah. so obviously I do too. And then, sort of, uh, a lot of stuff happens. Already after the first chorus, so sure the yeah. song well, sure the song takes its time, but uh, it also is not like it's not really staying anywhere per se. It stays momentarily in places, but then it moves on. And then after this first chorus, they move into the instrumental passage of the song, which in turn really takes its time as well. Because there's two themes the, uh, here introduced. Uh, yeah. yeah, take, go ahead. I was just said, also this whole era, this whole section, we referred to it recently in one of the X Factor episodes, yep. uh, that it, this has a very X Factor-esque kind of vibe. But the production-wise, it has more oomph to it, so it sounds like this is what you could have had if it's if the if the X if the X factor was properly produced. Yep, uh, I agree. Yeah, so and I, I think everything everything there's nothing here that um, feels uh, unnecessary. I, I like the whole thing. I, I very much like the all different. Um, I'll, I'll play a bit of it here, um, kind of uh, as it goes along. I'll I'll uh, analyze it. Yeah. So they introduced this theme here, kind of classic Steve Harris theme, and uh, yeah. I didn't think this the first time I heard it, but now I think this is the theme of the native tribes. This is their theme, yeah. musically. Yeah. Uh, I love really the And then it. theme B, I think this is the invading folks, because this sounds more blocky, more industrial. Yeah. So I think he's trying to paint the pictures 
with the music here. And then back to, you know, cut back to the, the tribes. Maybe have, enjoying a nice sunset or something. Because yeah. it has that melodic flow to it. The, uh... It's interesting how, how they, how they... In contrast to, like, um... And back again. Uh, yeah. And we, and we get a solo in a second, right? Yep, that's the next part. But, uh, yeah. I would... I was, I was gonna say that it's interesting how... Like in Run to the Hills, uh, you have the, the you know the uh, uh, a very clear uh, it's very clear uh, who the aggressor is and who who's who the who they're fighting and what's whatnot. Um, Crystal clear, yeah, yeah. And like a lot of song, a lot of songs where it is him, where it's about uh, uh, you know uh, a smaller group sort of fencing off, a, defending, trying to fend off a. a larger group it's usually pretty clear who the bad guys are where it seems to me they're non he's very non-specific about who, who it is there uh who this actually is that they're specifically there they're fighting i don't think i think the sort of the idea is it's probably multiple um multiple battles but also it's more so just sort of the battle of actually it's sort of t- time more than anything else how they sort of you know through, through the ages how things change and how they uh i see i'm, I'm seeing my videos doing something weird yeah i did the 90 um, scary video effect <laughs> I think yes. it was Fergal that like, did that last. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I feel like so, so the enemy here being just time and like thing moving forward and the world changing. Great analysis. I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have found time there, but I agree. It's just you put it a bit better. But I, I felt it was like the story of someone, I guess, losing his world basically, and that yeah, goes and that's very well together a with a lot of those lost world. Yeah, losing yeah. your world is, I guess, very simple analysis. But I think that's where it's at, you know. And he's lost his world, I think. Because Steve is an eccentric fella. I don't think he loves the the way the world is now. I don't think so. No. But he gets no, to spend a lot of time really. playing football and bass. So I think he's a very happy fella. Yeah, I think he is. I, st- I still think he probably sort of takes umbrage with certain developments in the world. But that's, you know, that's we can get that. We'll talk. We've talked enough about that probably. Yeah, and no, I um, guess we do too in, in one instance yeah. or another. Just not in the same way as Steve. So, no, so I can no. sympathize for sure. And I mean, this we didn't mention, this is a solo Steve Harris track. Well, maybe you mentioned yeah. it, but I... Uh, yeah, I think, or I didn't, I didn't get it wasn't specific, but I think that's sort of... Um, and I think the melody uh, work here and lyrical work, actually, is probably one of his better, you know, it goes to, towards Bruce level. Vocal melody, lyric, uh, lyric rhythm. It's all yeah, he, good standard here. I feel that he he's he was uh, uh, he he uh, in, in just in general on this album, you know, has been on the top of his game. He's been he, there's a lot of really good Steve stuff. A question this. for you on this: um, uh, Do you remember hearing these two themes going A B A B? It really takes its time. This passage that we just went through. Do you remember reacting to it? Because when I was listening with Emil, who was mentioned before, every time it was the native theme, you go like, yeah, now it's nice. And then came the, the Invaders theme. It's like, ah, I'm not sure about this. And then it goes back. It's like, this is nice. So it's almost like a, an annoying contrast, I, I, maybe. Maybe that's the idea. I mean, I agree, I agree that which of the two sort of themes, I do like the first, the, the, the initial one way more. Um, I don't remember. Also, I think the first time I heard this, the first time you, you, you know, the first, um, I and this is this is something that's gotten worse as I've uh, as the years go by. Uh, the, when I first hear 
when uh, and it's 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 especially with Iron Maiden, it's it's way worse than any other band for me. When I get a collection of new songs, I'm like emotionally and like almost physically overwhelmed. There's there's so much to take in, and you like so much information, and it's like it's and you you don't know what's going. And so like so I think probably the first time I heard it, I di- I didn't reflect on that that way because I was just like oh my this is what did, yeah there's too much yeah too I, much I can sympathize with that. It happened on the, the very first track, the the title track, Senjutsu. I, yeah. I realized after seven minutes, like, oh, I missed that track. I didn't register this yeah. because <laughs> overwhelmed by the situation, you know. And then kind of waking yeah, I mean, that's, up. That's, that's, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think it's interesting anyway uh, to sort of cap off that part is that it, it really yeah. takes its time introducing the themes and then repeating them in, in, in that yeah. order, you know. It's not really cutting out anything. But then going for the guitar solos, of course, uh, kind of... Uh, or actually, there's a third theme, and that's kind of like... Uh, Native part two theme, and it's also really. And the nat- this next theme is also very X Factor. If it's the one I think about, it, I'm thinking about. Not this one. No, it's this is still the the old theme A. Theme A, yeah. And then we have theme C, which I believe is maybe a, a second. This one, and this is instrumentally my favorite bit of the song, because it's made. It's super made. Yeah, and like I said, this is the banana that's very X Factor. Indeed, yeah. Simple but great, in my opinion. And then kind of playing off that or that type of uh, scale situation, they go into the solo, starting with Dave here. Phaser is on, his old Van Halen Phase 90. You know, the orange pedal. Mm-hmm. Gives that nice uh, bubble effect. Perfect Mirai. Uh, we've said before, Dave is awesome on this record. He yeah. didn't write anything, he just put a stamp in anyway. And then Adrian. Lovely. I love Dave first, then Adrian. That's always that's the yeah. best combo. It's the best combo. That's what you want, yeah. Perfect Adrian ending. Down. And then theme C again, I believe it's the same, right? Yeah. So it so, bookends yeah. the solo section, which in the whole solo section is great. Yeah, it's, one it's, of the better albums. Definitely. Back at the chorus. Back to the chorus. Yep. So the chorus only comes twice. Uh, its simplicity does not bother me. What about you? No, it just it it, it it does exactly what it needs to do. It doesn't I think anything more would It's almost grungy. Uh, you know, kinda. Yeah. Kinda. I think I think it's it's very effective because in it's it's in the fact that it's very simple, it makes it very effective. Also um, kind of a callback to uh, Revelations in a way, which we all know is a big Harry's fave. He loves Revelations. Yes. And this has the similar, you know, super simplistic power chord smashing. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Who doesn't love Revelations? And that's, that's such a great, such song. a strong track. And this bit here, so yeah. one, my bit here, that uh, how he holds out the uh, over the retardando, yeah, yeah. Very nice way to yeah. call me exit, and then you head into this atmospheric, I would say, part, which is a long outro and also features this beautiful pre-chorus melody, not once but twice. Yeah, one of the highlights on this record, this outro. Definitely, definitely. Because for me, there's 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 certain times on this album, 
that that did surprise me. This is one of them. The fact I didn't expect this bit to come back again. Yep. And I think it's double even this time. Yep. Yeah. This turnaround here is, is great. Yeah. yeah. The nowhere to yeah. The nowhere to yeah. Uh, Shields. Yeah. Great singing. Yeah. This obviously is told out of the sort of perspective of today and looking at what's going on and it comes off emotionally emotionally legit it does it's not like yeah, it also, they're not joking it away they're not there's no pastiche or cliche here no it's legit but it also has it has like the sort of um the sort of the, the sort of the sadness of uh and the sort of, of a situation that is uh from the seemingly irreversible seemingly it's it's done this is what it is and this is what's going to happen um whereas in in songs like, I mean, you guys were comparing it to Round the Hills quite a bit, just because the subject matter. In that, obviously, there's the urgency of the situation. There's the, it's 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 a, it's a it's a it's a battle that's happening at that moment. Yeah, it's so, like uh, we gotta get the fuck out of here now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas this one and is, there, there's no way we're getting out of here now or yeah, ever. It's also it's yeah, and again, like it seems like that there's a multi multitude of various factors um, that are sort of brought up here of of what uh, you know. Uh, of what, why, that why, that brought them to the situation again. Like I said, I, I mentioned time before. Time, maybe that's it. Just as by time, I mean just as like a, um, as sort of like a, an umbrella to put all kind of, uh, any everything, all the battles, all the the the, the persecution, all the stuff that sort of led them to this point, in order to just sort of like, um, so not necessarily time itself, I guess, really, but just to the fact that, um, uh, well, there's. They're they're no better. Off. I mean, they're 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 getting increasingly worse off. And I think I think that people tend to forget that um, that that situation is still uh, it, it's not really it's not really been sorted out. Put it that way. It's just sort of been left to sort of right, right. slowly die off on its own. And just people. Um, the reason I brought up uh, Straight Eyes because I spent a few months there setting ceiling insulation. That's right. That's right. That's the deep fans now. <laughs> I did that, and yeah. and I saw a lot of uh, aborigines in not the greatest situations. Let's say, just like it was clear yeah. to my eyes and ears, even just you know visiting for half a year, it was clear that this had not really landed very well for them. No, well, then we, we 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 have just we have indigenous. Uh, people who have been treated very poorly uh, in sweden uh, they've been like um it's from period to period it feels like they've been treated well and less well and there's a lot of less wells along the way and uh, but they got they lost this uh, this land mass very early and it was more like a combination of northern norway finland and sweden that they kind of lived in and then more germanic yeah. peeps came in from the south and in the end took the whole country uh, some bad yeah, stuff that's, happened that's along the of, way, though. Like they called a meeting, like a peace negotiation, and then they shot him. Yeah. Point blank. And there's, I think, that's there's a lot of, um, yeah. It's, it, 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 I mean, there, you can find this kind of example all over the place, where somewhere, and it's, uh, it's, um, no, I mean, there's no, there's no, there's, I mean, you can very, sim very simply say it's, it's a very, it's very sad, and it's very. It's, uh, it's horrible that it's, that it happens. It's horrible that it's still sort of ongoing situations and people just don't, you know, it's it just sort of left not to, it, it's it's not like, I guess, at a sort of a critical mass in these situations. So it's not like it maybe it doesn't, it, it, it seemingly doesn't have the urgency that something needs to be fixed now, but really it's just like for a lot of, for a lot of people, it's um, who are in very bad situations 
it is an emergency and it is a horrible situation and they're not receiving the you know they're 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 um i guess i guess you know lost in the lost world is a is a you know they're they're, they're, they're you know they're yeah it's 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 i mean i i, I i'm just sort of uh, rambling at this point what about. i like about it is that it's not turning very political it's more existential yeah you can of course apply yeah. this to a political situation but the thing is you don't have oh, to yeah. you don't really have to because it's existential you could be uh, a, an, an older man like steve getting lost in, in the lost world you could be uh even younger and just like don't feel at home really i think many of our listeners yeah. and many of us have had that feeling from time to time that this isn't my world. Uh, call back to Hercules. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is not this is my not world. Hard. Disappointed. There we go. That's, that, there you go. Kevin Sorba. Going Sorba, that's right. Uh, that's, that's delightful. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, definitely. I think, I think obviously there's, there's, um, uh, be, be, I, there's obviously, uh, a bit of politics involved here, but I think it connects. It doesn't really definitely connect. It doesn't but get it, into that because. But it you can really disconnect it, right? That's all I'm saying. Like it's possible yeah, yeah, to yeah. disconnect it and see it as existential and therefore more universal, right? Not really like. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, run to the hills isn't as universal. It really paints a certain image, very clear image of what's going on. This is a bit more universal, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, good song. Uh, I like it. Uh, I remember listening to it the first or second time, the first time with friends. And uh, one was uh, skeptical, and the other said, No, no, no. Steve needs to teach the kids how to do proper maiden style. This is it. Yeah. This is done in our yeah. maiden style. He needs to just teach those kids. You don't need to be effective. Take your time. It's. I don't think it's a very long song. It duration is long. The duration is long, but I don't see it as a long song. It's kind of simple. Hell on Earth, I could pull out like 13 parts. In this one, it's like five. That's it. It's pretty basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's, but it's also, much like Hell on Earth, it has the energy and the feeling of a shorter song, if you get what I mean. Yep. But even less complex. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Hell on Earth is not no, I very super mu- complex. I, I very much like it, um, and I think that for me, at least for the time being, I definitely want to put it on the list. So I'm doing that right now. I don't know if anyone's actually following this playlist on, on the Well, on it becomes more phone. interesting in about a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we put it back out again. I have a few scenarios yeah. on how to tackle that. I will give them all to you and we design the so ultimate. We'll design the ultimate. Yeah. Speaking of um, uh, nothing in particular at all. <laughs> uh, so I hope you guys are, uh, whatever you guys, I hope you guys are in Stockholm and not busy on the 9th of December because we're having a two-year anniversary party. Indeed, we are. We are at a place called Snövit, which is uh, on in the sort of a, lovely little dive uh, bar. Yeah, uh, many a band have played there. I played there many years ago. Um, yeah, it should be fun. Um, there'll be some live music, and there'll be some live podcasts, and there'll probably be some other stuff. Uh, maybe who knows? Uh, we're still sort of in the planning phases of the sort of the the fine print, but um, there will be live music. Yeah, and beer. <coughs> So I think it'll be a good time. Actually, any kind of alcoholic beverage will be available. Oh, yes. All kinds of stuff will be there. And it's kind of a situation where, like, last time around, I mean, last time we had to do literally everything ourselves. Yeah, we pretty much came with the keys to a cold-ass villa. Yeah. And then we, I mean, I, I had to physically go buy all the beer in the fucking world and yeah. all wow. like you know, and it's, a, it's a, so there's stuff like that that we don't have to do this time around. Basically... 
you know, we can, we can, we can, we can show up, uh, for the sound check and yep. you know, earlier in the day, have a drink and then relax till it's time. That's it. And that, I mean, there's, there's always going to be some more stuff along the way, but for all intents and purposes, I'm just like, I'm just so thrilled not to have to, cause there's, that's like, I, I get physically tired now thinking about how much work those kind of like do it yourself kind of situations. It was pretty are. rough. Uh, yeah. Even for me yeah. going there, it was like, uh, I went by uh, normal public transport and you know, all the yeah. shit I had to carry. like, there was an amp, there was yeah, a guitar, a, there was a wig, a goddamn wig. And then my computer yeah. to record and then some mic for podcasting and then a zoom recorder for podcasting. That was like uh, actually a bit over the top. Well, also, yeah, there's, 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 we, we did, yeah, I mean, there's, there, we, we, we will definitely learn from our, some of the mistakes, but some of the things aren't, weren't, weren't really are, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it was fun too, to do the kind of thing yeah. that, you know, I come back to Adrian's description of him playing gangland the first time in 30 years. And he mm. uh, kind of compared himself to a train robber or something standing on top of the, of the car, trying not to fall off. Yeah. It was kind of fun to do such thing with you and see how we did. Uh, we did okay. I mean, our stress was apparent, yeah. but we handled everything yeah but it's, it's like i think that for now this time i mean you, you i mean i'm going to be nervous uh a little bit nervous you know right before doing our, our bit and you'll probably be nervous before you're doing you know before playing yeah uh but probably not on the same level no we did when did dalana i was very stressed uh, two days before when i try and remember everything but on stage it was yeah. like almost devoid of stress which was great i was uh, also more sober because of being less stressed uh, so I hadn't yeah. been drinking before, uh, which helped. Yeah. You know, you tune your guitar, for example, in, in between the songs. That's a kind of sober That's idea. Good. <laughs> like good, a good sober yeah. thinking thing. So, yeah, the, that good. was fun and easy. Less stressed. So yeah, I, I hope for I, something like that. This, 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 this is going to be fun, too. This yeah. is going to be good. And um, hopefully someone from abroad can fly in and see us. Of course, that's a big thing to do. So, uh, Well, hopefully. We'll see. I mean, I sh- I'm sure we'll... we'll yeah, I mean that—that's not for us to. It's easier for me to talk English on a stage in Sweden if I know someone in the locale. At least someone doesn't know Swedish. Then I feel less like Joey Tempest well, I mean, greeting the crowd in English in his home town. He does that. He used to. Uh, oh. oh, I mean, I did hear an Evergrey album that was recorded in Gothenburg live album, uh-huh. uh, and they did in English. But that's because it was going to be released everywhere, I guess. But that must be kind of weird. That's still this. I mean, that's still. I, for me, that's like. That must have been awkward. Yeah, but I guess I'm okay with it now that you say it. Like, uh, of course, the language of the podcast is English, so it's not that weird. No, no, no. But I, I think that I def- I also definitely, that was something that I felt was a bit daunting last time, but it turned out not to be a problem because John was there. I think John is coming Yeah, we need John too. McKay. That's his name, right? Uh, uh, John, John Mick. John Mick, yeah. We need him there. Yeah. And then perhaps someone from abroad. No one mentioned, so it's no pressure. No, uh, uh, no pressure, but uh, I think... I think uh, you must come. You who know who you are, you must come. Yeah. And the thing is, the fun thing about the way you put it now is that any number of people could feel like we're talking about them. Yeah, the more the merrier. We might be. Who knows? The more the merrier. We are. Anybody wants to, it's going to be fun. And I think that, I think that, um, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, uh, this might be, like if we jump ahead a year from now, we probably will be through the songs, right? Uh, uh, I was thinking like before our third summer, we should yeah. be done. But that's uh, summer of 24. I'm talking about that. Summer of 23, I'm not sure we're done by then. Uh, well, that's actually our third summer. You're right. Uh, I'm right. Oh, who's right? I don't know. I'm arguing with myself. Uh, like an old man. Was it 2021? No, it was, I think it was 2023. Yeah. My, my point being is we probably, I mean, um, 
we'll, we'll probably be doing at least one more of these. Uh, and, and we'll probably do it yeah. again even afterwards. But I'm just fact that I think it'll be a different vibe to it when we're still actively doing the song list than when if we're, you know. Now I caught up with my own brain. It's the summer of 24. Oh. I'm thinking we might graduate from this school at that point. The summer of 24, yes. not 23. That's, that's, that's nice to have that to look forward to. Yeah. Um, do you want to do, do a bit of rotation or not? Let's, let's do a little bit of rotation. So what do you, why don't you go first? I'll bring out uh, a band. I think you love them too. Uh, Death. Shock mm. Children's uh, Death. Them. And uh, specifically the song Symbolic. Uh, it's my favorite mm. favorite lyric ever, actually. It's a beautiful lyric. Okay. It kind of deals with the bittersweet feeling of nostalgia and uh, remembering all the cool stuff from being young. You know, the magic that was in the world. You could yeah. Say, uh, similar to uh, Rainbow in the Dark, Dio song, like uh, Cry Out for Magic. Uh, that kind of, you know, missing a vibe from, a magic vibe from maybe mm. when you consumed your favorite book as a kid or when you saw your yeah, favorite yeah. film as a kid. It's very much like uh, hits nerves with me and al- also a killer song, you know. Like it's good melodic death metal or whatever you would call it. Of course, they were traditionally founding fathers of death metal, but by that point, yeah. it's a bit different, right? That um, you know, I, I've listened to quite a bit, but I always feel like I should there's there's I should really deep dive and do more in there because they they they, I've I've not I've yet to hear anything by them that I have not thoroughly enjoyed. You have any records? No, I don't have any of them, uh, unfortunately. Uh, it's kind of a CD. I'm trying band. to do something. It's hard to find on vinyl. I figured I haven't seen any. No, I'm mean, I'm, tr- I'm trying to do something also where I try to, except for very sparingly like certain new releases of stuff that I just kind of want. I, I, I try, I'm, I'm going to try to just sort of try to find, uh, especially for older stuff, just used and like, uh, like, uh, re- original presses. And that means that for me, for me wanting, wanting something to me, finding it could be quite a while. Yeah. Right. It's that way. But of course then you can stream death and uh, I would recommend, uh, yeah. maybe starting at, uh, human and then you do individual and then you do symbolic. Uh, and then you start, you start with those three like sort of brief records and really a lot of development happening that era of the band, basically. Good lineups. You have Gene Hoagland, 
you know, you have uh, Steve Giorgio, not on symbolic, but right, uh, yeah. of course, Chuck uh, and uh, different other lead guitarists. Uh, it's a very good band. Death. There we go. Also, also like it's one of the one of those bands that I think have had the sort of problem. But it probably, it's probably hasn't affected them too much, but I'm pretty sure that you'll find you can definitely find someone some wearing a Death T-shirt who kind of is not aware that it's a band. Yeah, because like you know, it's, it's just a recognizable kind of logo. It's, cool it's, logo it's, with it's the a scythe thing. with the scythe in there, and yeah, yeah, Green Reaper. I, I know, like a, I remember, like a few years ago, this is actually quite a while. I was uh, at a bar and there was, there was someone there, and he uh, he was wearing a, a Misfits shirt. I thought it was really like, oh, that's a nice shirt. Yeah, it's you know, a great band. And he didn't, he had no idea it was a band. Right there we go. It was like a okay. brand, yeah. but uh, I'm okay with that yeah. too. You know, uh, we recently yeah, had that discussion. They, they, they still get their money, and that's that's fine. I guess it's just, a, and I, I, you know. And I agree, it's a cool shirt. I understand why you bought it. Yeah, that sloppy skull. It's kind of like an ugly skull. Yeah. I like it a lot. Uh, of course, yeah. you know, Cliff Burden it was a big wearer of this and Metallica at large. A lot of the Misfits merch being used. And then uh, it's just a cool band, you know. Definitely. And I think that, I think... Um, Very influential. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, I definitely... Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I listened to Hell when I was... I mean, I still listened to it a little bit, but I way, way more so when I was, uh, you know, back then. But I think back then... I probably would have been a little bit gatekeepy, kind of like you know, oh, how can you not know? How can you wear the shirt if you don't know? Like, and now that's ridiculous. Right, yeah, right. Wear the shirt if you want; it's fine. No. Um, yeah, so, so let's see. Yeah, that's it actually. And then sure. again, simple rocking stuff, punky stuff. I've gone back to lately, but uh, I don't have a specifics. It will come later. Yeah. I have some saved up rotations, but for this time, symbolic. The song is good. Yeah. If you haven't heard Death, perfect starting point. That was my starting point. The song symbolic on the album symbolic. The um, yeah, I'll t- I'll check that out. Uh, uh, definitely with the lyrics too. It's amazing lyrics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also, it's good to have. It's good for this because I, I mean, even though even though Death is a band that I I want to get into more, it's nice to have a sort of a, a, a thing to jump a starting point because I yeah. it's, it can be a bit daunting when there's so much to you know to tackle. I needed that. Yeah. I needed that many times. Like Van Halen starting on on the record three, the third record best way for me to start anyway you know because they have a, yeah. a few records and it's daunting to try and find your way in so i i it, 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 I've, I've had the opposite problem frankly because I've, I've been sort of recently and it seems like this has happened to me far too many times where, where i'll sort of become a fan of a, a band or a singer after the, the guy dies mm, yeah so i've been listening to quite a bit of grim reaper oh yeah but on spotify there's like nothing up there there's um there's like i think a best of album that's it. Um, so I'm going to try. I'm going to see. I mean, I haven't. So I've been sort of. They're, yeah, they're the best of Grim Reaper is, is what they got on Spotify, basically. Uh, which is too bad. I, I wish I hope they drop the rest of it at some point because they seem like, they're, you know, it's also very solid, very good stuff. Um, yeah, I checked them out voice. in the whole thing about like, uh, like maybe like research on Mid 90s Maiden because the singer was uh, in line to maybe take over after Bruce. Ah, oh, yeah. The recently deceased singer, sadly, can't recall the name off the top of my head. But uh, great uh, his singer. His name was, uh, yeah. He, well, he had. I mean, the band was named, um, uh, you know, after him to some degree because his name was uh, uh, Steve Grimmett. Oh, right, right. Steve Grimmett. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, yep. I have not heard it said out loud, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, a hell of a singer. We have a great version of Aces High, for example. Hard song to nail. Got to get up for the coming attack. Jump in the cockpit, 
so besides that, I've also been listening to uh, uh, the latest uh, Saxon, Carpe Diem. I think that's pretty good. Um, and then I've also been, because I, I recently rewatched uh, all the Rocky movies. Uh, so I've been listening to the Rocky soundtrack. Uh, huh. the, mostly like the... Adrian! Yeah, yo, Adrian. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Double callback. Exactly. <laughs> Both him and Zorba. Yeah. Same. <laughs> they came together last time and now they're back together. That's great. <laughs> Adrian. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just picture like Yannick uh, having played Yannick, uh, Adrian solo. Like, yo, Adrian, I did it. Anyway, <laughs> never mind. <Yeah. laughs> I did it. It's bleeding. Yeah, uh, well, his face is like great. bleeding. Yeah. Fantastic movie. Both, especially like the first three are fucking top notch. And like, I mean, they're all good. But was it you that posted about the first um, Rambo as well? That is a perf- oh, perfect yeah, that's, well, that's perfect what film. Too. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I've seen uh, it, but I gotta rewatch it. It's been ages. Yeah, definitely you should. Yeah. So, so what happened was I don't know what, what what triggered this, but I sort of started. I uh, rewatched the uh, the Rambo movies, and then I moved over to the Rocky ones. I, I, the Rocky, I have, I have I have all those on on Blu-ray. So, uh, but Rambo, I had to I had to buy, but I, that's fine. I I, I I I have no problem doing that. Um, I uh, I try not not to. Uh, I, I try, especially if it's something I enjoy. I definitely want to make sure that. Somehow, a bit of money goes to the people who actually made the damn thing. Um, it's a good concept, but so, yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I was sort of I was in a Stallone kind of mode. So, that, so but the the Rocky soundtrack, like I think the one that has the most iconic soundtrack is the fourth one. That's the one with all the like Survivor did like three songs, and there's the yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very good stuff. It's very good if you're going to be like, uh, uh, if you're going to be at very good gym playlist material here. Good point. And the guy who wrote the the theme show from Rocky is a guy called Bill Conti, I think his name is. Uh, uh, very good, great composer. He also did like the Karate Kid, I think, and stuff like that. Right. Uh, so, so yeah, that kind of stuff. And then I've uh, that's basically it. Um, There we are. And in the housekeeping, uh, I think I've reached out now to a number of uh, coming guests. I I did go through the list, uh, sort of updated it, and try and divide it by months. And it seems like like yeah. the the ship is under control. Everything seems to work right. That's good. A uh, bunch of guests coming in, and we've started to plan uh, with you guys. Uh, so hopefully we got plans. Uh, so yeah, I started a bunch uh, of group chats, and then I didn't really check back in them. But I've seen that it's been stuff written, which is a good sign. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's I see. I'm looking. I'm looking at the. Um, There's a few stuff here that seems interesting. There's, there's some stuff is the kind of like, hey, won't you, you know, why don't you, won't you put your podcast up on this website and get a badge and the things and the, or you know, like uh, pr- promote it on this? Like, no, we're not doing that. Nope. Um, no. So <laughs> if that's what you. <laughs> oh want, yeah, I need to check the email. It's been a while since I did that. So I don't know. This is not. This is probably not coming out on the Friday. No, let's uh, let's take a breather because it's Friday in uh, one and a half hours over here. So yes, uh, let's not. Yeah. Let's not stress this one. Uh, no. Maybe we'll release we'll it before out. next Friday and still be on schedule. It depends on the overall overall workload. Yeah, we'll see. But that's fine. I guess I think people are fine with that as well. Yeah, I opted for doing it like not putting it bi-weekly. Instead, do it weekly. But you know, feel free to have, have a Friday off now and then. I think that's the way we should go. Yeah. That's definitely. I, I definitely wholeheartedly agree. So, until next time. Until next time. Up those up irons. Those. And skull from. The North. The North.
wait a minute. This is disappointed. My son, ask for thyself another kingdom, but that which I leave is too small. Just something.